and welcome to Totally Tell Me, a weekly entertainment review podcast where we talk about movies, music, food, and fun. My name is Dominic Mercurio, and I'm here with Laura Weinbach. Hello. And our guest, Chris Flieger. Hello. How's it going? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm so good. Chris uh, Chris has been on once before. <laughs> oh, how are you? Did, did I say that? Or oh, am oh I yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. I thought maybe in my, in my mind as I was thinking about it, I was like, wait, did he just ask me if I was okay? And then I just was like, I'm good. All right. Anyway. Uh, anyways. Um, no, Chris is, you're a sound extraordinaire. You're a sound guru. You're a sound um, of ex, an expert at sound, a sound person. Yeah, he's you're not, sound. He's, I, he's I, an I, expert, expertly wild about sound. I'm wild about sound. Exper, expertly is that what wi- you call yourself? Yeah, yeah. Expertly uh, wild about sound. Yeah, I, I do music. I do field recordings where mm-hmm. I go into the Amazon or, or yeah. places in Afri- Africa and set up microphones and let them run for weeks and then... Oh really? I didn't know that. What I got? That's exciting. And you also I got professionally play uh, timpani with the penis. Uh, I wouldn't say. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Professionally with the penis. With the penis, yeah. yeah. But if not penis, not so professionally. Uh Yeah. Yeah. Frankly, I mean, uh, just uh, amateur. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how many people have you actually run into? uh, Do you do you guys have like meetings ever where you're like, all right, timpani of the penis people? Yeah. Like, you ever just like get together? You're like, let's let's like bond over this a little bit. Like, let's get to know each other. How did we end up like this? How did all of our lives kind of get to this point? So the board of directors of of the pen. P- penis. Yeah, the penis. <laughs> the penis. The penis to penimini. To, to, the tippany of the pennies. To penis of pippany. Right. <laughs> right, right. Well, look, and oh, if, you think, if you think we're, um, we're being facetious, no, it's actually very true uh, that Chris is a master of sounds, including master sounds of this penis. Master of puppets and a master of penis. Yeah. Yeah. I never followed up about yeah. Szechuan peppercorns. Oh, yeah, And I noticed yes, I still yes. have it on the table. Yeah, yes. so you ha- he, Chris is displaying currently a, a peppercorn um, little little tin for and us. This guy travels. I don't know if you with, remember. Yeah, he travels with a uh, all-purpose packet of Szechuan peppercorns. And, wow. and are you already smelling it? Like kind uh, of a floor cleaner, kind of astringent. I am not, not smelling point, it. Yeah, maybe if it gets closer me. to you. I mean, I can't say. Oh, this is this is. What? Sorry. Oh, this is dirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, actually, this is my I, uh, dirt. <laughs> I have a uh, Volkswagen Eurovan that I'm growing lavender and mint out mm. of. Right. And mm. when I hit gravel, <laughs> that's. Mm. Mm. That's when the minty lavender. We couldn't smell quite get out. that. Do you want to do that oh, yeah, again sorry, on, sorry, on sorry. camera? Camera one. Yeah. Everybody, that is the shaking. That is the sound of a shaking. That's pepper. the sound of gravel being hit. Oh, I do I would, smell it. I'm getting yeah, the yeah. smells. I yeah. would actually. I would try a little bit. Really? Is it like a, you just pick and go? Just, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's going to be. Oh yes, I I hear what you're I saying. Absolutely it's just an incredibly fragrant with peppercorn. Chocolate, if you want. Yeah, let's let's do a little taste testing. Yeah. All right, I'm All gonna right. just dip in. Right, I'm gonna dip in. This now this is could be trouble. I mean, this is. It might be really good with the chocolate. It, uh, These are supposed to be very intense. All right, I'm I'm putting it in my mouth. It's right. it's a different kind of. Pepper. Whoa! It's already so fragrant and so intense. Just sniffing it, mm. holding I'm, it up next to my nose, I feel like I'm inhaling mm. like one of those faint thingies. Wow. You know what I'm talking about? A little almost lemon. I'm getting a lemon zest. It almost has an, an, amon- an ammonia. Oh, yeah. The floor cleaner. Ammonia. Yeah. 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 Ammonia, <laughs> yeah floor cleaner. Exactly. Oh, my God. I'm really getting a, a citrusy kind of vibe. 
Is that mm. part and parcel? And, uh, citrusy mm. and numbness. It's an astringent. A yeah, it is a kind of astringent. Kind of citru- citru- Not quite tannic, but yes, mm. astringent would be the word. I do agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, before we get too <laughs> deep have... into things, I did already oh. forget one little quick thing that I just wanted to do ever so quickly. I here. was wondering about that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just want to, you know, shout out five more people for the Indiegogo campaign for my short film. Uh, again, if you had donated over a hundred dollars, I read your name on the podcast. So, uh, Nadia. Costager, uh, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Good family friend of mine. Uh, Greg Smith, thank you. Bill Ferguson the third, thank you so much for your generous contribution. Aaliyah Klein, good friend of mine, thank you so much. And finally, uh, Thomas Karasek, um, thank you so much. And that's that's all on that. Mm. Here's a quick little thing that I do now. It's awesome. I love it. Oh, yeah. shout out to Killer Noodle in the Sawtell district mm. of uh, Los Angeles. Mm. There's uh, a place where you can uh, get a, let's see, you can go one to six on numbness and oh. then one to six on temperature. Mm. And it's what? the Szechuan peppercorn mm. versus like a cayenne or whatever mm. the other pepper is. Mm. So you tell it's me yummy, that I can get like a number six numbness with a number one, That's, was it spice or what was you it? You have second? named... My oh, that's what you like. Preference, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so you like your mouth to just get numb? I can't feel my face. Okay, yeah. yeah. Why do you not want to feel your face? Yeah, let's let's. Is there any psychology <laughs> behind that, or you know? <laughs> I guess I well, <laughs> am I not feeling my face, or am I feeling it like I've never felt it before? You Ooh, know that re- that really does call to mind a great line that I heard <laughs> in the show Girls the other night. I'm rewatching, by the way. It's uh, a great show. It's great, yeah. So many great lines. Uh, there was a line that Jessa, the character Jessa, mm-hmm. says in in like season one. She goes, "Is he a great thinker or just really fucking stupid?" <laughs> <laughs> so this numbness. <laughs> like, I'm I'm stuck anyway. on the numbness. I'm oh. stuck on the numbness. So yeah. what was the other meter that wait, you can order? It's numbness and what? Uh, temperature. Tem- so <laughs> cayenne pepper. Temperature is in or, spice or a, level? Yeah, exactly. or, Okay, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you like it not spicy, but it, you also want it to numb your face. I do like it spicy, uh-huh. but there's a, it, there's a trade-off. I mean, I yeah. feel it the next mm-hmm. day to... Really? Uh, uh, the next yeah, day? It, it's... It comes out stronger than it goes in. Right. Do you I feel like imagine. you just like got hit in the face by a truck? No, he's talking about like the out way. Oh, oh, yeah, out. Yeah. Oh, it hurts. I feel like I got hit anal. in the butt yeah. with a truck. Just really? a big old, big old. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So it burns. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, and and, and you want to have this experience for some reason. So if you oh, didn't oh, of, have... of the numbness. Yeah. 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 And the the last time I I had so much of the spiciness. Uh-huh. I was uh, I was eating a lot of. Do you ever make chia pudding? Where you <laughs> so no, no. that I would have to say hell no, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got really into chia pudding. Yeah. I, I was I was in Kansas working on a documentary, mm-hmm. and uh, so it was a lot of time in a hotel room or mm-hmm. just working the whole time, uh, you know, or like working twelve hours a day and then going. I, I got into chia pudding for for all the conditions. Sure, it's just that, the, yeah. I'm sorry. The, the phrase chia like, pudding it just pudding. it calls to mind chia pet, which I can't imagine <laughs> I looking at a chia pet it's going. Mm, I want to turn that into a pudding. Mm. Do you not know about chia pudding though? It, it's got the <laughs> no. Little I brown do. I do know about it. it. I, I know yeah. exactly what chia seeds are. I actually have a packet of chia seeds, which oh, you can you, you know use in various forms. But mm. I just I don't really like pudding. Go ahead. Oh, I love pudding. Uh, Go ahead. Chia pudding. If you have a lot of it, it turns into concrete inside your colon. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. What? And like, it just backs you up. 
Oh. Yeah, and I never... Blocks you out. ...experienced such a... I mean, maybe I've been constipated before, but this was like... <laughs> there's, oh I put cement stuck. into my colon, wow. oh my and God. it's hardened into oh concrete. How often were you eating had, it for it to become a... a oh, I, I just... All that week, I was just like... Oh, it was oh, just like a this, binge, eat, it's binge eat week. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I yeah. was like, oh, I could, I could go for some more chia Even pudding. More, yeah. I don't like... <laughs> Maybe I should go out for a meal. Oh, but I got this chia pudding. I should just finish that. <laughs> That's just, odd to me because I wouldn't oh. think, you would think Never pudding in, in a way right would mind. be like a sort of pudding, you know, it's just pudding. But I mean, I just would never think that it, chia pudding would suffice for, you know, the steak nachos we had tonight, for no. example, <laughs> you know, I mean, no, or it, any other steak for it, that matter. It turned into rock, and I, I can stop at wow. any time. But no, I, no, no, please one, go further. One of my um, so like I played marimba as we've mm-hmm. talked about, yeah. And I had a you know mallet, and the 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 top came off, and I was like, this is great. I can stick it up my butt and repurpose <laughs> it, and not have to use it again. And I was wow. just poking at this In concrete, butt. just oh trying to break it up. Wow! I put on with um, a mallet? latex, yeah, with the back end of a mallet. Oh, and then I put oh on latex God. gloves, and Shit. I'm like manually having. Like creating my own bowel movement. Oh my God. It made me appreciate my, my sphincter muscles wait, wait, you, so wait, well. Sorry, hold you on. stuck like, your own up. hand back up. up your own butt. Like how my far sphincter are we muscles could not like like bring this concrete out of out of oh my, my colon. It, now I'm wondering, I, like, did you get wrist deep in your own anus? Um, I, I got up to let's see. Oh, okay. Like first, like second knuckle, knuckle, deep? knuckle, yeah, yeah. knuckle deep. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like main knuckle deep. Main, main knuckle, knuckle deep. deep. <laughs> main knuckle. Deep. That's still you know something. Oh my god. And, and just doing like a hook. Oh, you know, wow. Like, like scooping around. Wow. Because it's not like regular poo. <laughs> it, it's. It's rock that I'm just oh breaking up. Oh, my God. Wasn't it just such a out. sensation to, like, touch that with your bare hands? No, he had latex gloves. Well, latex-gloved hands, same thing. <laughs> <laughs> and such a, like, And do you feel that you hard... fully got it out, or...? Well, that's when I went to... It was a small town. ER? It was in the middle of nowhere, but it did have a Walmart. <laughs> yeah. With the largest selection of enemas and wow. saline solution. I would have done uh, that. Laxatives. I bought everything, right. and I t- took everything... Like, I overdosed on all of it. I was like, wow. this saline solution laxative said you know t- take one eighth of this and i i drank the whole bottle whole gotta, bottle no I, you gotta do that though i mean I, like I, they don't i yeah. did a handstand and like squirted this enema up oh my butt with a saline God. solution <laughs> wait, the, went through you did a hand, wait wait back up <laughs> yeah, you yeah. did a handstand and you put this yeah, into yeah. your own butt to while handstanding yes this is like these are <laughs> impressive feats that you're just breezing by here i mean like left and right i mean this is like anyways go ahead yeah, yeah. Wow. So I, I put all this stuff. Oh, and so I, I, I might have mentioned I was working on a documentary yeah. at the time. It was the rap party that oh night. Oh, no. And, uh, you know, I called them. I said, you know, I can't go. And they're like, what? Well, we just saw you. You were doing fine. What's Why can't you come out? I was like, yeah, my stomach. And, you know, I just can't. But I was, um, wow. this laxative stuff kicked in like it, oh. it, it was an it was quite an experience doing this manual bowel movement with my hand and it made me appreciate my sphincter muscles and yeah. i don't take them gr- for granted like i like i used to so I, yeah back to that actually yeah. so you had to kind of like really just relax like get in a total zen relaxation mode while your hand is knuckle deep into your own anus like yeah. that seems also again like this impressive feat of yeah, just humankind yeah it was yeah yeah it was like a. It's like fracking in the right. in the colon. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, if you tighten up, I mean, you're just fingers oh, out. 
fingers out. And that was so painful too. Right. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 Wow. So were but you, I broke it were you knuckle deep at out. the same time that the mallet was, you know, mallet deep? Oh, no, no, that no. Was the mallet one. was to break it up. That was oh, round oh, one. Oh, that was to break it up. Break, yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Break up the concrete. <laughs> and then the knuckle, you know, that latex knuckle glove deep. is more like the backhoe yeah. that's oh picking up the concrete. God. Holy wow. Shit. That is Holy shit. Yeah. So it's like. So you felt yourself breaking it up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Internally. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Now, the mallet. I, all, I have a, I have a, um, a, a vibrator, and you know, dildo vibrator <laughs> yeah, that yeah. I solely, at, at the time until this moment, mm-hmm. used just for making sound. You can put it on a string and make it vibrate infinitely. And, <laughs> oh. Um, like only, uh, only a dildo yeah, could make a, that sound. It's, it's, well, it's an instrument. You know, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a resonator. It's an absolute. But it was repurposed, and now it's. Wow. Oh, yeah. I was, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. it's for this. Oh yeah, yeah, and that you see stuck and it, it up there. It, and it was actually it was one that was you you can plug in an audio signal and it oh. follows the audio signal. So wow. if it's like uh, I don't know, like doom 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 doom, it'll vibrate <laughs> so, yeah. to that that melody. <laughs> yeah. And, so uh, is that what what you were vibrating it out or uh, you're oh, scooping no, no, it, it out? It wasn't with that song. It was a pony. It was like the genuine's uh, pony. Oh, I don't think Hold I... it, let's do it, ride it, my oh, pony, Okay. my saddles. And so in your butt, it's going... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, wow. and this is, you, the vibrations are what's, what, like relaxing your butt enough to poop it out? Or? Yeah, it did, it did okay. some numbness going back to right. the Szechuan peppercorns. That's why we're talking about this, of course. In the other... Right. <laughs> 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 The, the other entrance. The other entrance, right. <laughs> wow. Wow. So eventually yeah. you, oh, what, did you go to this party or what? I, or oh, no, no, no. You couldn't no. go to the party. Oh, no, no. Uh-huh. But when, that, out. when the laxatives and all the different solutions I took, <laughs> uh-huh. I was just a rocket on the, rocket, on the toilet. Huh? Wow. Everything came out. I didn't know wow. I had that much in me. Wow. And it, oh it was a f- so flush. Did you maybe perhaps just not realize that you hadn't been pooping like for perhaps days or something? Or uh, was that what was, was going it on? Was only, it was only a couple days, but uh-huh. I poo a lot. So <laughs> um, that was... So two days worth of backup is yeah. like a full body yeah, and, backup. And, and, and I still had the sensation of pooing. I would go in and sit down and be like, oh, well, I'm not going to push. I'm right. not going to force this. But yeah. <laughs> But you Maybe just now's like, not the time to poo. Right, okay, yeah. yeah. So and you were I, going in for a poo, and then you were like... So you not, weren't like stuck between two worlds, per se. Oh, like the Szechuan. Well, no, or, no, <laughs> like like you never pushed to the point of no return. <laughs> oh, this was just like so my... where it was like stuck. Crowning, were you crowning ever? No, yeah, no, no, no. This was like if you... I don't know what kind of muscle. Like if you're like making a fist uh-huh. in cement, and then that concrete hardened... You can just you can feel like the pulse of your body move, but you cannot make the muscles move any of that concrete. No, not so that's not. what it got to. It yeah. kind of was. He's saying it was a, so it got to your sphincter, and you couldn't even close your sphincter because it was like my a solid. Sphincter was a fossil. It was open. Wow. It was, oh no, yeah. not a fossil. No, no. See, I'm trying to say like <laughs> what I'm trying to illustrate and ask if this happened to you is. Was your sphincter not a fossil, but rather <laughs> not, a, not a fossil, a fossil? The sphincter not a fossil. <laughs> was your sphincter not a fossil? Was your sphincter not a not a fossil, but rather a? I guess, for lack of a better illustration and lack of creativity on my part, I do apologize. A half kind of ejected tampon. 
<laughs> if you know what I'm oh, saying. Oh, like prolapsed. Um, not prolapsed in the sphinctoral sense, but like <laughs> in the um, the the defecatory sense. Ah. Uh, oh, was it? What's the defecation? Frozen, yes, frozen, frozen between in the two worlds. Yes, exactly. <laughs> right. That's what I meant by trapped and between two worlds. And I couldn't let it go. Yes. Again, crowning would be a good <laughs> yeah, term. Crowning is exactly. was it? Was it halfway no, it out? Was, it, was, it never was at that point. It was relaxed. Well, in you its should state thank your lucky stars. <laughs> <laughs> lucky star. Yeah. Yeah, you're one lucky, <laughs> you're star. one lucky star. You're one lucky pink little star. There. I think it's known as brown <laughs> or, star. Yeah, maybe it's a brown know. star. Look, I, I mean, look, we don't know. We we don't claim to know. I'm just saying, you know. I've heard of such things. I don't <laughs> pink brown take and yeah, yeah. It any of it. Yeah. So. so <laughs> Yeah. So each each poo from him from here on from henceforth. <laughs> I just I I love you treasure, you my treasure. muscles. Yeah, I love it. They're doing so. You're saying every time you do a, bowl, a bowel movement is yeah. is so much work. Actually, yeah. it wasn't manual; it, it was digital. <laughs> <laughs> That's the proper term. Now, right? Yeah. <laughs> this digital future, really. <laughs> Some digital underground. <laughs> um, digital wow. underground. Oh, oh, okay. okay. I mean, I mean, I, you know, it's like clever, but not I'm like trying. hilarious. You know what I mean? But it was good. It's definitely not it. hilarious. It was clever, though. It is what it is. It got some clever points. When um, I was in the third grade, I had a rap group <laughs> oh, yeah. with a friend, and we called ourselves Digital Underwear. <laughs> mm, but, really? Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, and and the only line I remember was, uh, "We like pieces of metal. We hate the stinging nettle." <laughs> <laughs> Stinging metal. <laughs> metal, okay. Well, we're oh, kids, yeah, yeah. you know, we're right? Yeah, running through the woods. Absolutely. And, oh, and I'm from. From this will, this will come into what we start talking about later. Ooh. But I'm I'm from Tallahassee, Florida. Ah, which, oh, you're in the from movie Florida. That we're, yeah, in the movie wow. that we're going to talk about, there were some things that really hit home. Really, the place hard. certainly known oh. for a stinging nettle or two. <laughs> wow. I guess I do kind of vaguely remember you telling us that on the last <laughs> podcast, which, by the way, I didn't even mention, but Chris was on a previous podcast. If you hadn't if you hadn't already listened, you could always go back. If you haven't gotten your Chris Phil from this episode, like I'm just saying in the future when this episode's done and you're done listening to it, I'm just saying there's more Chris content out there for you, <laughs> and it's via the episode we did last year with also Brent Weinbach, Laura's brother. Um, and, uh, yeah, anyway, so he was also... Chris is not a new... He's not a newbie to the podcast. Not he's a, a returning guest. Not a newbie. Yeah. Anyways, but when you were a kid up in the old Florida or whatever, there was things that hit home about... Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. This movie, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, we'll get into it, yeah. Uh, yes, yes, And by the way, we will be eventually reviewing The Beach Bum by Harmony Corinne, written and directed by Harmony Corinne. Oh, yeah. Um, but, you know, we're going to get to that in a little bit, you know. But we're just... We're making the rounds. <clears throat> we're just crowning at the moment. We're, we're just... We're, we're crowning through some information. Getting the yeah. concrete facts. Yeah, the, the facts are halfway out, you know? <laughs> and once they're fully out, we'll finally get to that movie. Get but, that. you know, we got to make sure we complete get the task. In. Yeah, yeah. we got we to complete it. Anyways, Laura, what's up What's up with you? What's up with your life? Mm. You've been crowning um, lately? Or? Well, let's see. Okay. What are you I, crowning, in, in like, metaphorically, you know? Is there I, anything that you're halfway through or... Nah. And what about these songs? You're kind of crowning <laughs> okay, all these songs, yeah. right? Okay, I mean, yeah. I've been working on some recordings. I will announce that... <laughs> I just released a new video. You did? I didn't Today. See it. Oh, I haven't been on the internet. It's out. It's not a big deal. It was just a little something that I shot at my mom's house. Anton just shot me with a with a little camera we got. And uh, it's just me playing a song live, but it's kind of sweet. And I uh, wanted to share it with people. It's a new song. Foxtail um, song? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, the new Laura and Anton video will be coming out 
mm-hmm. in two weeks, mm-hmm. I believe. Or maybe, no, a, a week, one week. Oh, someone's calling my landline right now. I'm not going to answer. Oh, but could you just Can maybe be like oh, extra guest? Just, hold on. Yeah, just, 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 just hold up. Bonus just, guest? <laughs> yeah, we have a call in. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, if it's, yeah, yeah. Hey, if it's oh, Brent, yeah. if it's Brent, bring him on the air. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hi, what's up? I'm in the middle. Is of it Nikki? Yeah. Yeah, let's have a call and guest. Can 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 I got can, can got the speaker speaker? All yeah. right, we do have a caller. Well, let's just preface real quick. Wait, wait. We'll just preface real okay. quick here. Uh Laura Laura's phone just rang and then she just picked it up and and why don't you fill in the blanks here? What's up, guys? How's this going? It's strings over here. Oh, it's strings. Oh, what's up, strings? How are y'all doing right now? Oh, we're doing good. It, um It's wet? Is is that what you said? Yeah, he said it was was it wet? Was it wet? Oh, was the movie wet? Yeah. Oh, see, we just can't talk about it quite yet, Strings, because we haven't gotten to that part of the podcast, but yeah. Chris is here. Yeah. What's up? Christopher Flieger, I, I. How are you? <laughs> Did you hear that? What's up, Strings? How are y'all doing? <laughs> I'm Pretty doing good. it. I mean, yeah, good. Right on. Strings, we got, Szech- <laughs> we, got, we got Szechuan peppercorns and chocolate. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> String. Well, all right. All right. Okay. Anyways, so, so what? What else besides? Track. What else besides the old? Uh, oh, so yeah. What uh, else is going on with you? Well, I. Uh, I guess the only thing I was gonna say was I started rewatching that show, Girls, which is kind of fun. But mm-hmm. I mean, nothing much. Well, wait. What was I gonna say? Um. I did watch the Michael Jackson documentary, which I kind of, you know, we re- briefed mm-hmm, over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Do, c- c- uh, I, I mean, will say that. Are you, are you interested in perhaps discussing that? Or, or I mean, you can totally say nay. If we don't have like. to go into like grave detail. I right. Just, could uh, just discuss it. I mean, people have be ta- been talking. I've, I've no, heard I mean, them. it's just interesting. You know, I've, I'm an advocate for like separating the artist from the artwork as much as possible and just like appreciating the art re- mm-hmm. regardless of what the person who, you know, you know, they may have been in their lives or at any given point. Um, but I will say this. S- where was I? I was... Oh, I was somewhere where the phrase have a magical time came up or something like that. And the phrase magical time reminded me of Disneyland, which then reminded me of Michael Jackson. Hmm. And then I was reminded of child molesters. Mm -hmm. Wow. (laughs) And I thought, wow, suddenly Disneyland has become, uh, you know, associated with such a thing. Mm -hmm. And that's interesting. I mean, I don't want to think of him as only a child molester. You know, I don't think that he's just one thing or one, you know, that that's all a person is. Like, I don't think that a person is defined by one thing that they do Mm -hmm. in their lives Mm -hmm. or one element. Maybe we should give a quick little brief as to what even this documentary, in case you don't know, I mean, I think most people do, but like there's a new documentary on HBO. It's a Mm two-part, four-hour documentary um, <clears throat> that has these two uh, men who are currently claiming uh, that Michael Jackson sexually abused them uh, as as children, ages seven to fourteen. Um, and there's, you know, fairly compelling stories, very detailed stories that in which they go into grave detail about these sexual acts that happened to them over the course of many years. So if you haven't seen it, that's what we're kind of talking about. Yeah. Oh, and just a little info: Are yeah. they? Uh, have they previously, are they recanting? Were they at one point 
denying they were uh, this yeah. is the first time okay. they're coming forward because yep. they actually in court testified for michael jackson okay. or one of them did i should clarify one of them had testified in court for him at a certain point so that's sort of like the biggest thing that yeah that's the biggest thing that people are claiming against them is like well they said they didn't so now they're just saying it for the money or whatever i mean in my personal opinion it makes a lot of sense um especially hearing them describe you know over the course of four hours you're getting the full fucking picture and they they describe why they did that and what mental state they were in at that point and how that shifted now you know like they've kind of well i mean now they've kind of come out about it even to themselves they hadn't at that point um you know because you know uh as you learn in the course of this documentary child molestation can really be like a grooming process that makes you believe that your perpetrator uh wasn't actually doing anything wrong and they kind of make you feel like this is a an okay thing to do and sometimes it can take a long time to process that it's very not okay especially when you're that age that young also there's like a lot of mind control i mean and maybe on the part of both parties like maybe michael jackson was kind of manipulating his own mind in a way but telling the children or the kids according to the kids the guys who said that they were molested by him Mm -hmm. that he you know he told them that if they ever told anybody about what happened that they would both go to jail and like everybody would everyone's lives would be over and it would be horrible for everybody involved so that was like a big reason apparently as to why these kids never came forward Mm -hmm. but um i was going to say that yeah, I just, um, oh yeah. So, you know, it's funny because I was talking to Josh briefly about it at the recording studio the other day. and um, Josh Pollock, yeah, yeah. the podcast. Yeah, yeah. He has not seen the documentary. He's like, I was like, yeah, yeah. Did you see that thing about Michael Jackson? He's like, oh yeah, but I mean, didn't we already know that he was like a child molester or whatever? And I said, I, well, I'd heard, you know, accusations, but I never really knew, you know, I never felt that I knew for sure one way or the other. And I, I guess I don't feel like completely 100% know. You never, no one ever totally knows. But I mean, I, I do agree after we discussed this that hearing really graphic, explicit detail about what went down, that really does kind of enforce like the, you know, a real image in your head. And there's power of, behind that <laughs> behind that versus somebody just being called a sex offender mm-hmm. yeah. you know like you have no idea what that really means there's such a vast range of things that people can be called sex offender for mm-hmm. and i guess my mind just naturally went to thinking that it was maybe a lesser <laughs> you know a lesser act mm-hmm. or just assume like oh maybe maybe it wasn't that bad or you know i just didn't imagine <laughs> Or yeah. want to imagine like what maybe happened, but then hearing these guys talk about it in such like hardcore, seriously hardcore detail, <laughs> it's just so crazy. And that really does like leave an impact on kind of that whole time, really. You know, because Michael Jackson was such an icon to me of that generation. You know, of the, and the, and the, many, the not 80s. just you, yeah. He's, he was the icon of the eighties for sure. Yeah, and like the eighties for me is my childhood, and I associate that with like innocence and and fun and you know mm-hmm. Disneyland I mean I used to go to Disneyland every year and you know I would I we would go on the Captain Neo ride that would be like one of our highlights of going to Disneyland and stuff and I guess you know after watching that movie I mean f- fucked up as it might sound and I think that it's not fair that this has happened to the way that I look at it now because I think the movie is very manipulative and like extremely one-sided and you know it really wants to create a narrative a very specific narrative that's tailored fit to, you know, match that idea. And I know that there were some things that they did to really alter 
even things that weren't necessary, I think, because I actually believe the testimony of the two guys, but I think that HBO like really tried to drive it home in artificial ways as well. So I think that, and I think that I was subconsciously affected by that, but like, yeah, just to the point where I think, I feel like now that there is this kind of part of, you know, the eighties, which I associate with my childhood being somewhat tainted, you know what I mean? In that way. And that's kind of sad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. From my perspective, when I was watching it, like I'm a little more removed from the eighties being my childhood because I was not alive. Uh, (laughs) So, you know, what I've known of Michael Jackson in, in my time has more just been like, oh yeah, amazing pop artist, really weird dude, maybe molested kids. But like, I didn't, Right. Really follow closely any of these details or whatever. I didn't, I wasn't like aware of the previous accusations of any consequence. I just knew that, like, you know, he might have molested kids or whatever. Um, but it so was going still, into this, yeah. I was in a much more neutral zone. It mm-hmm. kind of sounds actually like what Josh was saying, where I was like, oh, yeah, well, we kind of, don't we kind of already know that a little bit? Like, what's, what are they really bringing new to the table? And then I sat down and watched this four hour documentary and I was like, oh, that's what they're bringing to the table. Like, intense detail. Because again, like you said, like you can hear the word child molester and it's not until you hear the details of it are you like, oh, wow. I mean, that is, <laughs> it's it's like a whole different kind of ball game, And it really put me in a dark place for, frankly, I'm still been thinking about it a lot. You know, it's like a really intense thing to, to take in. Um, it is fairly disturbing. <laughs> it's very disturbing. Um, and I totally believe them. You know, I, I find it far harder to believe that these two guys, along with their entire families, concocted a whole plot in which their interpersonal relationships are ruined. Um, you know, like the mom, right. the, the moms of both these families are like rejected by the families now because they aren't trusted by the children anymore. And like the, the boys don't question. forgive them. And like you're watching them cry on camera. You're like, holy shit. You know, I think... I think a person can lie, but I think for a whole family to lie um, and like cry and on camera and like not be able to even recount the details without it, like bringing up this really intense, these intense feelings. It's hard for me to not be swayed by that. I mean, that is okay. Yes. But I, okay. Here's the thing I also thought about while watching this Sorry, documentary. Chris, what, I mean, you know. No, no, no. I, I'm, I'm <laughs> here's the thing I we also, might be squandering you. <laughs> no, but here's the thing I thought about while also watching the documentary was like, you know, when you film any kind of thing, you do multiple takes, even documentaries. So I'm wondering, like, did they give them these interviews and then these people would say these, like, really gut-wrenching answers and then, like, they'd be like, cut. Okay, could you just do that again? <laughs> and it didn't come it didn't really come across that, that way must at all. have happened at least once or twice why are you why you say that though i mean because i just think they had to have like there had to be i just think that just for technical reasons there must have been times where they did, they had to technical do that. reasons well that would be more of a reason for like manipulation <laughs> i yeah. think i think a lot of i don't know i mean but i, I think, think that they have they did have to like kind of stick to a certain narrative for this documentary series like for sure there's no doubt about it. and there's also that whole sequence about mm-hmm. The happy birthday video, which was like really altered, apparently. Well, I don't know any details about that except what you've told me, but you you should look into it. It's really weird. And it kind of makes you wonder, like, what the heck else did they change to fit the narrative in this movie? I mean, I mean, ultimately, I thought that the, the documentary was not very good in terms of just the way it was made. It was like, you know, two episode, which each episode was like two hours or whatever long mini series, but with 
just so many countless minutes of these like overhead like drone shots of Neverland Ranch and all constantly repeating the same stuff over. He was so amazing to meet at first and he it was just hours of that, you know? Constant repeating. Well, I wouldn't of, summarize it like that. <laughs> to me it was. It was like they repeated the same stuff so much and then the new, you know, the detailed accounts was a certain, you know, it's a fairly small portion of the actual documentary. I mean, well, it goes through chronologically their entire lives. Like it, it's a year by year kind of recount. Basically it's like 87. There's, there's title cards throughout the whole thing. And it goes all the way from, you know, ages seven of their lives to current day. Uh, so it's taking you through their childhood and then it takes you through their teen years, their twenties. So, I mean, it's like, the kind of, but I think they well, just kind of. It definitely does. I mean, no, I mean they cards, might do that, but they spent so much time talking about the beginning, like uh, about what it was like to meet Michael Jackson and how he was just this amazing, like nice guy. And there were some interesting things in there for sure, but they spent there was a lot of gratuitous stuff that I thought could have just gotten cut and just it could have all been easily consolidated in, into one episode, in my opinion. But that's just you know my opinion, whatever. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I think we should probably talk about something else. Um, I mean, should we talk about this movie? Sure. And, you know, we can fold some other things in, you know. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Feel free to pop up with any fun stories, especially from your childhood in Florida. Like, I feel like this is going to be good fodder, you know. Um, <laughs> anyway, so we are here to discuss uh, The Beach Bum, which is a new 2019 comedy from uh, Harmony Corinne, written and directed by Harmony Corinne. Um, if you don't know Harmony Corinne, he is most known for something that he didn't actually direct, but did write, which is kids. Um, and then several things that he has actually directed, which are notable is uh, spring breakers. Gummo. Gummo for sure. Was his kind of like breakout, I think <laughs> as a director, I think a lot of people kind of think he directed kids, but he just wrote it. So it's kind of like yeah. a, one of, it's one of those like, Tim Burton directed Nightmare for Christmas, but he didn't kind of thing, you know? Well, wasn't oh, he the press really guy for when he, kids came out? What He was going yeah, he on was David Letterman. Like, yeah, he was, he was like the face of it. It's it's yeah. an odd thing. Have you ever I, seen any of those interviews? Like, how they're wild. He is yeah, he's just... <laughs> I think he was kind of like, in a way, pranking yeah, the... Yeah. Mm. the late night sh- hosts, you know, I think yeah, he was kind of like, bit of both. I think I mean, it was probably, yeah, I yeah. think it was probably, that's probably the most likely scenario is that he was like a, a weird guy who didn't know how to be on TV yet, you know? Yeah. And he then was sin also, insincere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he's a, he's a wild character. If you don't know Harmony Corinne, I mean, he's a wild character and, and definitely worth like looking up at least some interviews with him on Letterman in his early days. Um, Cause he just seems like he's, you know, he's on one or something. I mean, it's like, it's interesting. He's an, he's a, he's a very compelling person to me. And, and I have always been uh, interested in Harmony Corinne as, as a director, but yeah, also, so Gummo spring breakers, what else? Trash humpers. Um, oh yes. yes you see yes. trash humpers? Uh, I got interrupted, but oh, okay. I, I, you saw part of it. I, I'll have that experience later. Uh, yeah. No, I was just, I, I, I was, um, what's okay. So he was banned from being on David Letterman. He was for a period of time. It was oh, what is her name? She's kind of like Terry Gross. Oh, actually no. She was like <laughs> who you would think Terry Gross actually looks like if you mm. don't know her. Fresh Air. What's her name? <laughs> Hi. Gina Davis. I'm Terry Gross. <laughs> no. Oh, no. I can't remember her name. He's there was an actress actor on David Letterman. Uh-huh. And he went into her uh, dressing room. Yeah. And was going through her purse when he was caught by David Letterman. Right, I heard about that. Kicked him out. Yeah, 
and then he was banned. I did. He yeah, I remember hearing about yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's. Why uh, was he going through a purse? Trying to steal something, or who knows? Yeah, hmm. he was. He was said to be on heroin and cocaine at the time. Wow. Yeah, I mean, so you know, Harmony. He's a wild guy, but in his later years, he's now like you know, probably late forties, maybe early fifties, or something like that. He's you know definitely settled down. I think, especially as far as the antics go, but he still yeah. makes fairly antic-filled movies. If you've never seen one, so this latest one, uh, The Beach Bum, uh, stars Matthew McConaughey and Snoop Dogg. Uh, with a couple of like guest appearances, I would say from Zac Efron and um, Jonah Hill, just there's like kind of a wide array of of casts, uh, you know. King of Margaritaville, right? Yeah, <laughs> um, there, there's some people showing up in this movie. I'll tell you what. Uh, anyway, so it uh, it's in Florida again. Um, Matthew McConaughey plays Matthew McConaughey plays this. Um, well, beach bum, I guess. Uh, he he plays this this guy, this kind of like kooky, crazy kind of guy who's like an alcoholic and uh, constantly smoking weed, and he's kind of just like up to some antics, you know. There's 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 a definite plot, and I won't give away, I guess, the main kind of thing that gets him going really. But there is a plot, but I would say it's kind of like a pretty loose narrative of you know, a, it's like a series of events kind of film. Is what I would describe as a comedy. It's a comedy. Uh, But yeah, anyways. So the beach bum. Um, Since I am from Florida, I have a a mental block. Yeah. Uh, Who wrote Margaritaville? Oh, I don't know. Who's the Florida guy who was in the movie? Oh, Oh, uh, Jimmy Buff? Jimmy Jimmy Buffett. Buffett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I've... I didn't know he did Margarita. I, I don't really know much about Jimmy Buffett other than yeah, that. Yeah. He's the like butt I. of a lot of jokes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, I've worked hard to block him out of my memory, but I had to <laughs> <laughs> re- yeah. remember him. Yeah, he's I think movie. he might have even had done a song uh, with, with Snoop Dogg, perhaps a video. Yeah. Because uh, Snoop Dogg does, you know, features with Will and Nelson. He does a lot of different stuff, but I think they have a, a song together. Oh, really? And I'll just say, I, I won't spoil anything, but yeah. there's some really great moments with, yeah. with Jimmy Buffett, Snoop Dogg. Yeah. The, together. For uh-huh. sure. Um, yeah. So again, we're not going to spoil the plot, <laughs> if you will, if you will, um, uh, until a little later on. So if you haven't seen The Beach Bum, you can keep on listening. Um, you know, as a little disclaimer, though, I would say that this movie isn't really like about <laughs> plot necessarily, but there's still, if you don't, don't want to know... If you don't want to know anything, you know, we'll still keep it spoiler free uh, for this first part of the discussion. Uh, and we'll just give our first impressions with no plot details. So, um, yeah, we'd like to start with the guest here on Totally Tell Me. So, Chris, what was your I, sort of like well, first actually, I'm impression? Curious. Have you seen Spring Breakers? Tell me. I have seen Spring Breakers. And Laura, have you seen? Have you I have not seen. seen <laughs> you have not seen? Breakers. I haven't seen Spring <laughs> You haven't seen Spring Breakers? <laughs> not, no. Oh. I oh, know. Okay. I should see it. Wait, though. which Harmony Korine films have you seen? Gummo. Oh, that's it. And I did see kids, but again, he didn't direct that. So. Right. Oh, so you've only seen Gummo. Yes. Oh, wild, wild, wild. Yeah. Okay. Okay. This is explain. Okay. And what have you seen? Let's give a little brief on what your kids, experience of Gummo, Spring Breakers. A little bit of trash. The Rihanna numbers. video needed uh, yeah, me. I did see that. I do like that video. <laughs> <laughs> that That's my top. Um, uh, and tra- tra- a little bit of trash. Numbers. Yeah. I'll, right. I need to come back to that. Yeah. Though. Yeah. So what did you think of, um, I almost said Spring Breakers, but uh, The Beach Bum. What did you think of The Beach, beach bum? bum? Yeah. Uh, First impressions. Okay, now it's, 
I hope it's not spoiling it to say it's most similar to Spring Breakers of all I the would harmony. Say that's spoiling it now. Corinne work. I know. I think that's very. Yeah. I mean, I kind of expected that going in. in most a way. similar to Spring Breakers and Rihanna's "Needed Me" video. He's on this like <laughs> new kick. The, the, I feel like there's phases of Harmony Corinne, and Spring Breakers really kicked off a new a new phase. Yeah. Um, yeah. and this very much follows suit. He's like interested in this clearly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when did Spring Breakers come out? 2012? Yeah, I want to say around then. At least at this moment, I think I like Beach Bum more. Whoa! Uh, Yeah. Wow. Bold. Yeah. Um, So you you liked Spring Breakers. Oh, and I hope this isn't a spoiler either. Maybe even loved Beach Bum. You get to see McConaughey on some bongos. (laughs) <laughs> which which is very normal you know I mean, that's yeah. that's his that's home for uh-huh. him mm-hmm. but the fact that you can be a part of that mm-hmm. in, in, a, in a theater and, and get right in on that so and, you at least liked this movie a lot it sounds like the beach bum yeah and i feel like i, I could see i could see 10 movies like this mm-hmm. in this in this in this form mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if you could if you could write this movie out into a form i'd see a series of it all right yeah uh, i'm not you know, I'm not like super high client. I'm not, this isn't my yeah, top no. 10 or whatever, but yeah, this yeah. was, I, I thoroughly, I thoroughly. No, I enjoyed this movie. <laughs> <laughs> you enjoyed this movie. Yeah, I lo- yeah. Okay. Yeah. We, we arrived. We arrived at that. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited to dig into it. Yeah. Uh, but let's get some impressions from Laura over here. Laura, what'd you, what did you come away with? So you have not seen any Harmony Korean films except for Gummo and you saw kids, which you just wrote. So this is kind of like your first, uh, reintroduction to Harmony Korine after many a years. What did you think of the Beach Bum? Well, I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> Wait, I, could you say that again? Uh, I, ain't, I, ain't I ain't gonna lie. Gonna lie. <laughs> it's a one-time saying phrase. No, I. All right, I did not sleep last night, pretty much at all. I swear, I didn't go to sleep. I I got maybe one hour of sleep last Actually, night. You were supposed up. to go into this. Yeah, I'm going into okay, it now. Sorry. <laughs> Saved it for now. I had woke up this morning at like 6.30 a.m. And I had to like go do, you know, I had to go play for like a really long time. And then immediately, you know, did this movie and I just didn't have the energy for it today (laughs) to like really get into it. And I felt like it wasn't compelling enough for me to care. (laughs) So I just didn't care (laughs) about Mm -hmm. this movie. So you were asleep. Well, I dozed off in the beginning a little, but I was awake for most of it. And I was just like... So in and out of sleep. Well, I mean, in and out of... I guess I just wasn't concerned about what was going on on the screen. I just was like, all right. So this is just like some kind of like deadbeat kind of guy trying to find his way back to the world or something like that. And having encountered like kind of rough and tumble encounters with some celebrities and stuff. And I don't know. It was just boring to me. And I didn't think it was funny. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you like it? <laughs> Are we moving on to me? Is well, that all you I wanted mean, to say about it? that's pretty much all I had to I'm say. I'm just giving yeah. you the floor, you know. I don't know. Yeah, I just... I well, mean, these are just, just first impressions. It just wasn't yeah, yeah, yeah. my kind yeah. of thing. It wasn't my kind of movie. Mm-hmm. This is not for me. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's just not my kind of humor. It's not my kind of style. I just don't like it. I like his other... St- this is, yes, a very far cry from <laughs> the gummo days, I would say. This is not anything like that, in my opinion. Or, you know, what I thought Harmony Koran's brand was. But, I mean, obviously that's changed since I last watched his product. So, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I would say I, this is not my thing, but I'm into movies like Gummo. There is a cat in Beach Bum. 
Yeah, okay, that's true. That's there are cats <laughs> in Gummo as well. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's fine though. I'm sure that people will enjoy it. <laughs> what did you think? Man, I mean, yeah, it's just. Uh, I mean, I gotta say, just real quick before I give my opinion. I mean, like, definitely. Oh, oh, we're hanging up. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, you're no longer there. That, that's the sound of Laura in the movie theater, by the way. <laughs> if you look over at Laura in the movie theater, the sound is boop. <laughs> it's a checked out. The the phone is off the hook. <laughs> I mean, okay. I, I didn't love the movie either, but booyah. I but I also <laughs> liked it. I liked it um, a good amount. I thought okay. there was some definite entertainment value to be had in this movie, and more than anything, I'm just like it was exciting to see it, <laughs> experience it. You know, like there, um, it felt unique to me. Um, it's got he's got such a just like a he just doesn't give a fuck about like pacing it like everything else. And like, he's really on his own time and his own watch and like rules be damned, you know? And that's kind of like exciting. And it, and there was, you know, not twists and turns in the plot sense, but just like, you know, you just kind of didn't really know what is going to be happening. And like, it was kind of just fun. It was like, to me, this was a real, just like kick your feet up and like, just kind of, bask in it it's not like you get invested in anything <laughs> you know i didn't care about uh the plot necessarily but it was just like it was like being in a swimming pool it's just kind of like you're just hanging out and it's like on and it's kind of like and that maybe sounds like a negative but i kind of mean it in a positive where it's just kind of you get to experience a nice sensation for a couple hours like it doesn't the biggest shift for me in this film to his previous work, including Spring Breakers, is all of his pre previous work, I feel like, has a darkness to it. Like, there's mm -hmm. something really dark or, like, gross going on. Uh, this is, like, pretty lighthearted. I mean, there's a couple, like, dark-ish moments, but they're mostly, like, dark comedy or something. Um, it's kind of played for laughs. This is like by far his lightest film. It's like truly a comedy. Whereas his other stuff is like funny, but it's really fucking weird or, or dark in some way. You know, like I find it funny, but then I'm thinking like, I don't really think many people would find this funny. This is uh, not only his funniest film, but I also think like his most uh, accessible in a way. The tone was very accessible. Yeah, the, the lightness that you speak about. I mean... Martin Lawrence right. is in this movie. <laughs> that I actually appreciated to a degree. I mean, I was like, okay, we got Martin on, on yeah. deck. Yeah. That's yeah. something. <laughs> also, yeah. just watching Snoop Dogg in his regal outfits. Snoop There's Dogg something is to that. The best part of this movie, in he's my opinion. He's just such yes. a character. He's such a king all of a sudden. He's great. Um, but and no. I can't wait for what comes after this. I mean, in the chapter of Snoop Dogg. Oh, and Snoop Dogg, yeah. Yeah, this is... He's Snoop been Dogg's doing great. comedy stuff yeah. though for a while. I mean, you know that. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Well, yeah. it seems like that's his new avenue. Right? Well, he's he's, uh, he's good. He's a good actor. Yeah, I think he is. Com in a comedic sense, at least. Like he's totally yeah, he's great. But well, yeah. beyond this, I'm just saying, like I'm ready for you know, Twin Peaks, Snoop Dogg <laughs> after this. Uh -huh. <laughs> no, I know. I mean, yeah. I'm sure he's going to probably just you know climb to new heights, reach for the stars. 
But yeah, I also will say I didn't love it. I thought Spring Breakers was like a much better film, in my opinion. Spring Breakers, like I missed the darkness in a way, I will say. Um, This was like a, it, uh, it it was fun at moments. And then there was other moments where I was feeling like, okay, well, this isn't really like landing for me necessarily. What would you guys say? Nothing. Well, oh. I mean, yeah. Uh, you just lean out. You, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that doesn't really come across on a podcast. I was raising yeah. my head. Well, I just felt like you're kind of leaning in with this mic. Laura's taking off the mic from the microphone stand. I just, I want to be, you know, and, I want to be flexible. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Um, what else you got to say about it? I, or you, you want to get into spoilers or something? I, or what? I, for me, I just, I just, I just didn't connect. <laughs> But I also will say it's not a movie to like be fall. I don't think any movies of movie to be falling asleep in. But also a movie like I this where that. it's because there's not really like a plot to mm-hmm. follow. It's more just about being awake for it. <laughs> I honestly look. I do take some responsibility for that. I just I really was tired today, and I think that that affected my perception of this movie. So I'm sure like I would have enjoyed it more had I been more energized. But I just I wasn't. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I apologize. But I will say this. Seven dollar (laughs) nap. There's some (laughs) you know, a nap could be worth that much sometimes, maybe more. Just throwing that out there. But um a show like Girls, for example, like I can connect with that actually, regardless of my (laughs) my energy level, because I you know who's a really good actor is that guy who plays Elijah on the show, you know? He's excellent. He is hilarious. Oh he's my god, he's amazing. I mean, every time I see him on screen, I'm like, bravo to him. Mm-hmm. No, he's great. He's so good. Do you, do you watch Girls? Do you know what we're talking about? I do I do know what you're talking okay, about. Okay, right, cool. yeah. That guy uh, is hilarious. Yeah. He's so committed. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I just want to let you know. <laughs> so we're talking about girls. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. So what you're trying it seems like maybe what you're trying to say is that well, girls is a very different thing because it's very plot. There's a lot to grab onto. You know what I mean? Like this isn't a movie where something like a plot is going to be pulling you through. You just have to like, it's more just like a thing you experience. Like I said, it's like being in a swimming pool. It's just like I a know, vibe for I also two just hours. felt like I'm not that into these characters that much, to be honest. Like, I mean, I'm really not into Matthew McConaughey's character that much. And he's the star of the show. So it's like, okay. I was really into all the side characters, though. I wasn't that into his character either, to be honest. I felt like he was a little one note. I was into yeah. some of the stuff he was doing. But I really loved all the cast of characters surrounding him. That it was like really fun to see like the next weirdo that was going to show up in his life. Do you remember when Martin Lawrence, they're on the boat, and Martin Lawrence is with Matthew McConaughey's character, and he goes, Martin Lawrence says this. Mm-hmm. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember yeah. that particular moment. Wait, is that a direct line from Martin? I think it's a direct line from Matthew McConaughey every oh, day oh, oh, of the year. Oh, from Daisy Confused. Oh, yeah. Well, from everything. <laughs> <laughs> does he really say that in everything? All right, all right, all right. All right, all does, right, all right. Yeah, he does. That is his vibe. In That's what movie. I love about those high school girls. <laughs> they keep getting younger. Uh, no, <laughs> I stay the same age. Whatever. They stay the same age? Oh, no, yeah. And I keep, I getting, keep older. getting older. They stay the same. Forget it. <laughs> You don't mind if I take my shirt. No, but I thought right now, right I thought right Zach right Efron, his side character was was hilarious to me. He was like he plays well, I guess 
I don't know if it's, it's not really. I, Let's just hit the spoilers. Uh, I guess we can hit the spoiler. We'll hit, a, we'll hit the spoiler. We're kind of hitting a, you know, over an hour oh. mark right now. Okay. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. Uh, so if you haven't seen, is there anything you want to say before spoilers? <gasps> well, oh, before pre-spoilers. Yeah. Yes. There is a moment. There's a lot of Florida moments in yeah, here that yeah. re- really hit home. Uh-huh. Particularly this kind of like drunk, you know, party boy who comes up to couples and, and starts making out with mm-hmm. making out with them and, and that's okay with them and mm-hmm. they maybe we are getting into spoilers right um, <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Uh, and uh just his attitude and then when he meets the uh christian music fanatic that's what i was talking about Zach Efron. yes of course yes yes yeah. yes um with the excellent shaving job on right. his yeah, beard yeah Let's let's just hold. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Let me let me just say spoilers yeah, yeah. and then we'll just get into okay, it. Okay, yeah, okay. Because then we can just talk freely. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, if you haven't seen the Beach Bum uh, and you care about spoilers, now be the time to tune out. So we're going to talk some more specifics about the film. Um, but yeah, anyways. So as you're saying, yeah, okay. So now that I can spoil that, go his, on, his yeah. line, it's like vanilla ice in the beard. It, yes, good, right. good look on Zac Efron's like character, mm-hmm. like <laughs> yeah. a zebra on his chin or not chin, not quite but a zebra, size. But like, yeah, just stripes. And they have horizontal stripes. <laughs> he has a spiritual jam out mo- uh, moment listening to Creed. Oh, <laughs> it's <right>. so good. <laughs> oh just my god, that was so funny. That was one of the funnier of moments his... of the of the film to me. Like just this guy, like just jamming out to Creed, and and it's like he's like, "This is Christian metal, man." <laughs> it was so good. Yeah. Like he's such an annoying. Like the these characters are just like, aw- like not awful people, but they're just. You just look at him, you're like, ooh, it's like cringe fest. It's like a total, everyone is so cringeworthy in this movie, but it's like really entertaining, cringeworthy kind of stuff. And he was like the ultimate entertaining, cringeworthy factor in this in this movie. I loved mm. his character. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, growing up in Tallahassee, Florida, home, home uh, um, genesis of Creed, mm-hmm. uh, right out of high school, I was working at Creed's studio one one of their studios the the ashes of creed it was really? uh, they they got popular and every like they kept getting into these contests of like here's a creed song here's another band song uh vote for who you want and it would never creed would always lose and the same thing <laughs> happened on mtv it was like like uh, lick it or 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 it seems like it everybody or, <laughs> hates creed and yet yeah. somehow they are yeah, this they, huge sensation i don't know if it was a you know, like what happened? Aggressive uh, PR behind them or something, because uh, no, yeah, it didn't seem like they were wanted. It's like anywhere they're the butt of everybody's joke. Yeah, and yet somehow. <laughs> and then what? So How? they 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 got popular, and here I am at the studio that's kind of like the ashes of Creed, working recording all these young bands who want to you know want to live in that that Creed. That Creed afterglow. Creed shine. Wow. <laughs> right. And uh, so, you know, they, they would do a take and they're like, so, okay, I did it like, yeah, but should I do like, is it, is it yeah or should it be like, yeah, or, or, or should I do it like, yeah, or should it be like, yeah, or wait, or should, should it be like, yeah, they were trying to figure out like, what is it? In, in, in Creed and how how can I <laughs> wow just channel ride that, that bandwagon yeah 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 I've always felt like Creed's success just has a lot to do with the fact that they like brought Christian rock to the masses in a way because I don't know a bigger Christian rock band 
you know like that's the only band that me as someone who would never seek that out mm-hmm. i know creed you know what i mean yeah so i think maybe they just kind of rep that um subgenre and so like people in that sub fans of that subgenre are like fuck yeah creed you like brought us new fans yep. to these other bands and shit you what know? about nickelback yep. creed nickelback were they christian rock or no i don't they may as well be I don't give a shit. <laughs> They're also I mean, a butt of a lot of jokes maybe. and they yeah, were right. around the same time and they had a really similar sound. I almost felt like who was first, Steven? Was it Creed? DC Talk. <laughs> what will they think if they find out I'm a Jesus freak? <laughs> Are you familiar? I'm not, oh, but I just loved that. that was, <laughs> I loved what just happened in this context. Yeah. Yeah. They were a, uh, a wow, Christian that is... rap rock Interesting. group from what era when when uh, be, pre, pre-creed uh-huh and so were they also like big were they were they bringing in the masses uh, yeah but not the crossover they yeah. were just you know uh-huh huge on christian radio but yeah yeah because creed was like crossover. on major yeah, yeah. radio stations yeah. all oh, the yeah. time you know they were like a huge deal they were top 40 yeah yeah um but anyways why are we talking about oh yeah yeah because so it was creed you know it's zach efron yeah zach efron yeah great <laughs> yeah <laughs> i love zach efron and i obviously love snoop dogg i thought all of his scenes were like gold to me it was always super exciting when he was back on the mm-hmm. back on the scene because yeah. matthew mcconaughey he was kind of grading me at times i will oh, say yeah. and that was like the main that was like the main thing i didn't like about the movie was well the central character which he's in every scene but the thing is is like the cast of characters surrounding him were so fun to me that it was kind of like a cartoon it's like all right well who's he gonna run into next like you know yeah i feel like that's mm-hmm. that's part of his strategy is to like i think he took McConaughey and kind of <laughs> like you did this bedded. breathe in cycle <laughs> and then you didn't say anything so I, was like, <laughs> I was like giving you some space and then it was like <laughs> you just backed away from the mic I'm, I'm talking about Laura right now L- L- Laura's like trying I'm just trying chance. to figure out if Laura's actually about to say something or if she's just getting ready to say more of nothing <laughs> <laughs> I'm just listening I, I, I want to give the stage to those who have <laughs> Not had the stage before. Okay. Uh, I personally, anyway, yeah. I see McConaughey in a film. I'm like, oh god, I can't, I can't do yeah. this. I'm not gonna watch this. I'm, I'm gonna be so annoyed by this. Mm-hmm. But I felt like, I felt like uh, Harmony Corinne. He he knew that. Mm-hmm. And he uh, yeah. He, he kind of he did that twist. He mm-hmm. he knew there were gonna be some. Uh, McConaughey, not adjacent to <laughs> yeah. viewers, and uh, he knew he knew exactly what to do for them. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it just seemed like it had a sense of humor about itself in general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't, it itself wasn't trying to be some high art shit, you know? Mm-mm. And I think that's why I was finding enjoyment in it because it was kind of like, we're not going to take this that seriously and I don't think you should either. Like, let's just have a good time for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good time. Anything else? Or I think, honestly, got to wrap it up right now. That's fine. It's going to oh, be kind of late. Sorry, guys. No, it's no. almost 9.30. Yeah, yeah. But I think no, I'm, no, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, right on. <laughs> <laughs> As Matthew McConaughey would say. Okay. Right, all right. Just, you know, just, yeah. yeah, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right, Chris. <laughs> well, look, it was great having you on. It was so nice to... Thank you ever so much for coming oh, yeah. all this way. Yeah, all this Excellent. way. L.A.-based. We didn't even say that, but oh, you're... Los Angeles. Yeah, yes. you are you are an L.A. boy. Yeah, yeah. L.A.-based, Bay um, Area place. We are going to end tonight with a little bit of music. Yes. Uh, Cooling Prongs mm-hmm. is my musical project, mm-hmm. and it'll be a track called Aperture, which um, has some uh, thematic... Uh, overlap 
Mm. Uh, oh, what content. we talked about earlier. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you want to just like leave it at that, or I mean, uh, you can. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I'll leave like, it at that. I think you'll probably, you know, uh, be clued in in just a second mm-hmm, here. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and if you like listening to underwater electric eels and uh, howler monkeys and stuff like that, I've got a field recording album on Starburns, like Starburns, Rick and Morty, mm. Starburns Press. Look that up. If oh, you're cool. Interested. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, Chris, great having you on. Um, Thank you so much. Yeah. yeah well, I'm you. sure we, we'll get you back on here at some point as well. Uh, but yeah, it was nice catching up. Nice hanging with you. We're going to end again with, um, with Chris's uh, project called Cooling Prongs. And this is a song called Aperture. Become accustomed to the variance in my stool All of the colors of the rainbow Complex fractal shapes to show But the thing that just came out of me Was not produced internally This does not smell like me at all This does not smell like me at all so from so secure And sleeping light just to make sure Third eye, no stuck, no supply I'm losing time on my aperture Glitching so from so secure Till I get the deuce that I'm used to In this thickening absurdist plot Hercules' fingers cannot untie this astronaut I am a funnel for hell's candy Colorectal mystery Dropping a whole new chemistry Different methane property
This is indubitably foreign to anything that has ever come out of me. This is indubitably foreign to anything that has ever come out of me. This is indubitably foreign to anything that has ever come out of me. This is indubitably foreign to anything that has ever come out of me. This is indubitably foreign to anything that has ever come out of me. This is indubitably foreign to anything that has ever come out of me. This is indubitably foreign to anything that has ever come out of me. Thank you. 